0: This is the Dive Bomb Squadcast, presented by Dive Bomb Industries. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Dive Bomb Squadcast. I'm your host, Asher Tolliver. We have turned over another month and many of you have hit the field for your first early season hunt of the year, while others are still waiting to get out there. If you have gotten out there, we hope you have experienced some success in the early going. Today, we are going to talk about managing relationships and family during waterfowl season. And to help me with this, I am joined by the most special guest I've ever had on this podcast, my beautiful wife, Mrs. Kelly Tolliver. Kel, what's up?
1: Uh, hey, everybody.
0: That's it? That's all we got? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with.
0: Are you nervous?
1: A little bit, maybe. Why? Uh, this is my first ever podcast.
0: Okay. So Maverick, our oldest son, he's five. He's at school today. Mia, she's three. She's at Mother's Day out. Reluctantly got her to Mother's Day out (laughs) this morning. And so we're stuck with only three month old Jagger here with us today. These mostly childless days have to be spent wisely. So how do you plan plan to spend your time today?
1: Uh, well, so I am also a realtor. And so on the days that my kids go to school, I have to get all the things done from going to the grocery store, cleaning up the house, getting the contracts over, calling, making all the calls to the contractors, paying all the bills, doing all the things. That's when all the things happen.
0: I wouldn't trade places with you. I uh, She can leave me alone with those babies for five minutes to go do something and I'm calling her after three minutes asking her when she's going to be back. <laughs> That's so true. I would not trade places. Just a quick backstory. Kelly and I met in college, started dating in spring 2007. We've been together 14 years and married almost eight. She's been with me through every up and down of professional baseball for 10 years and was a huge financial supporter in the early years of my career when I wasn't making jack for money in the lower levels of the minor leagues We've experienced difficult losses to the family and been blessed with new additions to our family. There's nobody in the world. I'd rather be on this journey with, I hope she feels (laughs) the same way.
1: I definitely do.
0: Okay. All right, let's get into this. So for the first two years of our relationship, I was in college and soon as season was over, it was off to Cape Cod, Massachusetts for summer baseball. Then for the next 10 years, I would leave in February for spring training, and I was gone through September. Then once I got home, we'd spend a little time together. But come November, I'd spend the majority of our 60-day Arkansas waterfowl season chasing ducks in the morning and getting ready for spring training in the afternoon and evening. How were you able to manage a relationship with a guy that had a schedule like that?
1: Um, you basically just make your own schedule too. You, you know, you kind of have your own life. You do your own things. I had to get up and go to work every day, regardless of whether he was home or not. Um, I had a job to do. And, um, like he said, I was the primary support of our family financial early on. So that was a pretty big deal to me, um, to make sure that I was supporting us in every way that we could, I could, um, and, you know, I still had fun with my friends when he was gone. I was with my girlfriends. Uh, we would go go do things together. So um, it, it just made the time when we were together more special. And then when he was gone, you know, it gave you a chance to miss him.
0: So were your friends ever chirping in your ear like little chicks in the hen house, <laughs> telling you that you're crazy for putting up with my lifestyle? Were they pretty supportive?
1: No, they really weren't. They they could see that I was really in a good place with you and, uh, happy. And they could see, you know, there wasn't ever a time that I was really complaining about it or, you know, upset about the schedule. Of course, you know, at that time we didn't have kids. So it was easier for me to just jump up and take off and go out if I wanted to, if I felt like I was, you know, missing you a little too much or something like that. So they, they never harped on me too bad. I've got some pretty good friends.
0: What about your family? Did, Danny and Rita ever (laughs) have any reservations toward our relationship and my lifestyle?
1: They didn't. Uh, They also could see what I saw, or they could see how happy their little girl was, and they could see um, probably that I had never been in a place where I was, you know, this happy, but also this content with myself, where I was just happy with the way my life was going. I was, you know, in my first job, really doing big girl things, making big girl money, and Uh, They could see I was in a good place regardless of what my relationship status was. I was going to be just fine.
0: So would you say that summed up, it would be accurate to say that ladies need to be supportive, and this is within reason, but ladies need to be supportive of guys and their friends and their hobbies and the things that make them happy. Do you think that's going to make a guy a better husband, a better father, a better boyfriend if he isn't restricted, like I said, within reason to do the things that he loves to do or that he loved to do before you ever even came along?
1: The way I see it is I would rather him be in the duck blind than the strip club. So you know what, if that what what's making him <laughs> happy is getting out there with his friends and they're doing that rather than out running around doing, you know, stuff, of course, I probably wouldn't prefer. Um, you know, I know he's happy. I know he's out doing what he wants and I'm also doing what I want. So I would say being supportive of that definitely is, um, it's only going to make your life easier and made my life easier. You know, when I knew he was happy doing what he wanted to do, made my life easier to go about being happy with what I wanted to do.
0: Did you ever have any worries about me getting snatched up by some cougar in a bullpen somewhere in small town USA?
1: <laughs> All the time. Yeah, no, um, There's definitely always cougars. There's definitely always opportunities, but knowing that you are firm founded in your Christian faith and your belief of how relationships should go, uh, it was never, never top of my mind. Of course, as a human being, it's always in the back of your mind, but it was never a forefront runner. Yeah.
0: And keep in mind, guys, gals, like Kelly's pretty independent. I don't, There's a lot of us that are, we're in different journeys in our lives and our level of dependence um, just depends on where we're at in that journey, whether it's uh, financially or our age, our relationships, how long we've been in these relationships, past relationships. So everybody's different. It's all a journey, but we cannot sit here and say that everything has gone by without any hiccups or any struggles from the very beginning. And like, it's just been totally perfect the entire time because that just wouldn't be the truth. Definitely.
1: And, and I think too, you know, I always know that no matter how much I worried, like my worry is not going to change, you know, what, you're going to do when you're out and about. I just have to trust and, you know, make sure our communications as good as possible and just trust that you're going to be doing the right thing. Cause me sitting at home, sick, worried about it. That's only ruining my life. So there's just no, there's no good life in living like that.
0: What suggestion or advice would you give to a gal that has a man that spends a lot of time on the road chasing waterfowl? Like maybe he's guiding up and down the flyway for half the year or chasing a media dream in the waterfowl industry?
1: Um, oh gosh, I, I think, you know, find your own thing, find your own groove. I, I often call it the single wife life because, you know, we're married, but he's gone a lot and, and you just got to find your own thing. And you just kind of go about life as if, as if they're always gone. And when they're home, it's a bonus. Um, so it's, it's a bonus. It's more fun when they're home, but when they're gone, you know, life just carries on, um, be supportive. And when they're home, they're going to actually want to do things with you and be around you. You don't want them coming home and you're constantly nagging at them about their time gone. Like that just makes, just makes them want to be gone more. So I would say just, um, just be supportive, just live your life and let them enjoy the things they enjoy because you harping on them is not going to make them want to stop. They're still going to want to do it. So just, just try to be supportive and find your thing.
0: Okay. So on the flip side of that, what suggestion or advice would you give to these guys to keep their gals happy while trying to chase these dreams?
1: Uh, Do some things that they want to do when you get home. um, Just consider them. Um, Consider things they might enjoy you know maybe it's something that you absolutely hate and you don't want to do but they've just let you run out and do what you want to do for you know week month whatever you're doing the whole season so when they get home if they want you to go take them I don't know I don't really go to movies or anything but if they want you to take them to a movie just go just take them you know you showing up and doing those few things um pick taking out the trash doing extra things around the house like that That just makes them feel appreciated for the time that they put in at home while you were away. There really, it boils down to them just wanting to be appreciated for, you know, you got to go out and you have fun. And oftentimes we're, I don't want to say stuck at home because I don't feel like I'm stuck at home. I'm very grateful for being at home with my babies. I love my babies. But just uh, doing things to make them feel like you appreciate them and what they've done back home while you were gone. Um, Even if they, you know, you come home and they are a little naggy, just, you know, do a little things to pick up around the house, or you know, thank them for, you know, being so good to your kids or your family or keeping your household together. Really, that just that goes a long ways.
0: What about a single guy that's looking for love that has these same waterfowl hobbies that he's so passionate <laughs> about? What does he need to look for in a woman before getting? too deep in a relationship. It's so funny when I say a single oh, guy looking for like love,
1: the, the first thing that Cade. comes to my mind is Cade, Cade.
0: and his, his new relationship. I'm, I'm so happy Cade. for Cade. And, yeah, and uh. Definitely love Cade. he's got him a, he's got him a sweet gal now, but know, yeah, I was messing with him on the ride home from game fair. I was, you know, he's, Already posting what look like engagement pictures. They got the dog. They're in their <laughs> Sunday best. The dog's looking I don't at think the we've camera. We've never even
1: had pictures like that except no. for our engagement pictures.
0: No, they're pretty official. Um, what do you what do you think a guy should be looking for? And on the flip side, you know, after you answer that, what kind of qualities in these guys should these women be looking for?
1: Oh gosh, this is this is a tough one um, because I've never really been on the. I guess it's been what 14 years since I've been on the single side of it. Um
0: so you're washed up.
1: I'm old and washed <laughs> up. I mean, three kids, old and washed up for sure. I'm not in the game. Um but you know, when you're back home, what is it that you like to do back home? Find them where you are kind of like Cade. You know, Cade comes home and he likes to be in his hometown and he likes sticking around his family and so he found a good girl as far as I know. I've I've not Met her yet, but from what I know she's you know a good gal um find them in the hobbies that you like to do at home. make sure that you know who is your family around? do they have any any friends that are into what you're into? I mean not necessarily into because i mean i'm I'm obviously not the great greatest hunter um I enjoy going with Asher, but I don't get to do it anymore now that we have kids. somebody has to be there in the morning with them but you know when in our younger days, I loved getting up early and going out with them, and Doing stuff like that you know find a girl who supports it from the get-go make sure they know from the get-go like this is my lifestyle and this is what i love and this is what makes me happy are you okay with that don't don't clue them in after you've swoon, you swooned you spooned them is that a word spoon yeah, after you've true. swooned <laughs> them for you know for you know three months or so then, then be like oh by the way it's hunting season i'm never around so good luck to you we'll see you when i get back you know like make sure they know your lifestyle and then you know um for the guys looking was I on the guys or the gals?
0: I think I was on the gals. Oh well, yeah, we were talking about um, you know, the guys looking for a gal and the, the qualities they're looking mm-hmm. for. What about these gals that are, you know, talking to these guys that maybe, you know, they're gone a the lot, gals. doing a lot of guiding, yes. they're into photography, videography, they're gone on contract jobs, or they're chasing a dream. I try maybe trying to build a okay. social media presence this, or a YouTube this. channel.
1: And this is this is Asher to a T. Like he gets to do what he loves and he works so incredibly hard doing it. Like you just need to be appreciative of what they're trying to do. They're not just trying. I mean, I don't know. Some of them might be just trying to be a big name, but for the most part, they're trying to make, you know, make a life, make a living for their family and make a future. And they're, they're getting out there and they're, even if it's not something for work, um, it's something that gets them out of, this crazy world we live in and it gives them a chance to just take their mind off of all the chaos. So, you know, that could also lead back into them coming home and being less stressed. So I say just, I guess it just, just goes back to just being supportive, but just make sure up front, like this is my lifestyle. This is what I like to do rather than, you know, all of a sudden being like, Oh, by the way, we'll see you.
0: So you're saying be up front. This is who I am before I met you. This is who I'm going to be while I'm with you or while I'm not with you. So (laughs) I'm just letting you know like how it's going to be.
1: Yeah. I mean, don't, you don't have to be like so direct, but maybe just like adding (laughs) into, you know, like, you know, hunting's a big passion of mine. I do it a lot. Not like this is it. This is the way it's going to be. I'm never going to change, but because that makes it sound like you're probably not a good person. And it's I don't know, maybe some people aren't, but for the most part, I would think everyone's generally, you know, not terrible. So I would just say being up front, but, you know, you don't have to be direct. There's in relationships you have to give a little. So if, you know, you have to give up one hunt to solve a relationship issue, like that's different. But there's a lot of times I've seen where Guys have trips planned months in advance and everybody knows months in advance and then it gets down to it and the girls are just so wigged down. I'm like, but they knew months in advance. Why weren't they planning their own thing? Like, why does the life revolve around the? I just, I don't, I guess I just don't get that. Um, You know, you know, it's coming, you can do your own thing. You don't have to have somebody always there, you know, patting your butt, I guess to make sure your life is happy. So just you you just have to make sure you're founded in yourself and you are happy with where you are yourself so that when that one piece is missing, that one person is missing, your life doesn't just fall apart into shambles. Like you have to be your own person first.
0: All right. Well, everybody else that comes here, they get to go on the da Bomb Squadcast hot seat. So oh, I don't think it's going to be that hot, but I uh, might I'm have cool. to make you think about some stuff a little bit. What, what annoys what annoys you the most about me? I guess, what do I do that annoys you the most?
1: Um, selective hearing, for sure. Selective hearing.
0: <laughs> okay. What's your favorite thing about me?
1: Um, you are so driven. Like it, it, it could be the tiniest thing in the world, but he is driven and he is going to make it work. He is going to figure it out. He is going to, Work hard until he, like, for example, we got a, a new vehicle. Mama got a Mini. and Got
0: that dealer to send a Yeah,
1: Mama got a Mini. And I could not figure out how to get the entertainment system working. Well, he had been gone on a trip. I told him when he got home, that was his job. And so he got in there. He had to order, I think, four different parts. But he finally got it working. Like, he stayed at it. He stayed consistent where I was like, okay, I'm over it. I'm tired of trying. I'm dealing with three kids and he stays with it. So little things like that. And like how just, he's so hardworking. He's driven. He's trying to do his best for our family all the time. He's always got our family as the forefront in his mind, like making sure he's doing right by our family.
0: You would think if you spend that much money on a brand new minivan, you could just
1: pop a DVD. I mean, in. I, I,
0: even just Bluetooth, <laughs> my phone to it, which the crazy thing is, I think you, there's just Miracast where you can Cast your Android device, but it's like, why is the iPhone not on there? Like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Like, everybody has an iPhone. I'm sorry, if you're still using an Android, like, you're in denial if you think it's a better device than an iPhone. Um, But the fact that you can only mirror cast that with an Android device is just absolutely mind blowing. But anyway, we got it sorted out. The kids are happy. Last thing, I know you don't dive that much into. Social media certainly not the way I do because that's you know marketing. It's my job and it's what I do. A big part of what I do for Dive Bomb. But what is your take on that that Instagram huntresses? And I, I don't mean the girls that actually are they love it and they're about it and they're passionate about it. I'm talking about the ones that are thirsty. They're thirsty. They'll go out a couple times a year. You know, pull their cleavage out, get some pics. Uh, post on the gram, but there's no, there's no passion there. It's, yeah, it's for the, it's, very, it's all for the gram. What's your, what's your take it's on it? It's
1: very that? noticeable straight off um, who's passionate about it. I love going to the girls' pages who actually, actually are really into it. I mean, I, I I'm not, I'm definitely by no mean a hunter of any sort, <laughs> um, neither side, whether I'm actually like a good valid hunter like i'm supportive but i'm also not the one that's going like trying to pull these hunters in like so thirsty (laughs) um so i mean i enjoy going to the ones pages who are actually into it but even some of those that are actually into it like it's still like still some of them try to be thirsty like i don't understand why they're trying so hard i guess like i don't know
0: you can see it pretty it's pretty blatant you know when it's there when it's 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 and it's really real passion. It just,
1: oh, it's it's just to me, it's just it's and it's, And and waterfowl is exhausting. like the least
0: of, of where it's at. It's the, the fishing is industry is where it's the yeah. most rampant because obviously fishing, summertime, bikinis, and yeah. that's, that's where right. it, it's a lot worse there. I mean, you see it in our industry, but fishing is it, it just it's looks really like a lot of so
1: work to keep fishing.
0: up. It does. A lot of editing, a lot yeah, of photoshop. Okay, yeah. It is a lot of work. Every single post, you're Putting the latest and greatest filter feeling, on it and making your skin yeah, just look. Those for girls all
1: are st- just looking for somebody to give them validation is what it is.
0: Well, or just getting paid a lot of money through Not some too. sponsors, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: Definitely. I don't know. We often get messages from guys that want to ship their packages to a friend's house because they don't want their old lady to know they order more decoys. <laughs> or sometimes we've had people say hey can you put a note on there that's like congratulations on winning this drawing like what is your take on that
1: um i mean i have just as much packages that come in as probably my husband so there's not really room for me to say anything about it but that is very funny and i could see how that would be valid especially if there's you know financial strain in the in the household but they've got a passion for it i mean um i guess it would depend on the situation in the house cuz <sighs> That's pretty funny, though. Yeah,
0: I just think honesty and transparency is is the most important thing in a relationship. If a guy worked his ass off yeah, for those decoys and, and they make him happy and his family yeah, is taken care they of, Sometimes
1: they just want them, and the girls are just mad they're not getting issue. something else. But sometimes there's actual financial strain. Now, so I if guess he's sitting at home, would be different. If he's
0: sitting at home and she's been working and then yeah, he's ordering every all situation these decoys, would then...
1: definitely be different. So I guess I couldn't pinpoint one thing on that because it could be a financial strain or it could be a like she's just little cray
0: (laughs) these days my schedule is a little different in fact it's nearly reversed from what it once was where I used to spend all my time away from home during the spring and summer now I spend the majority of the time away from August to March in the fall and winter the biggest difference now is that rather than leaving and being gone the entire time I have breaks in the schedule where I come home and spend time with my family for the most part, outside of Christmas, the die Bomb guys are always somewhere. But, like, Cade and I might be gone a week, and then we may come home a week while Forrest and Kyle hit the road. So, really, it's a walk in the park compared to my schedule in the past. And I love being around to see my kids grow up. How do you like my schedule these days compared to, say, five years ago.
1: Oh my gosh. It is so much better. It was really hard when he's gone, when he was playing baseball and he was gone seven months, home five, but also then gone a lot, you know, for hunting, just for the fact that you just miss him, You just want to see him. Like, even if it's just briefly. So for him to be able to, he's home most of the summer. So we get to do all the fun summer things, um, you know, like going to the lake on the weekend, all that. And then when hunting season starts, it's just so much better because he's, you know, like you said, he's gone two weeks, home a few days. Now it is getting a little bit harder on our kids because they'll wake up and they'll say, where's daddy? And now they, you know, Maverick's five, Mia's three. They're starting to understand that he's not going to be home for a few days. But once they, you know, realize he's gone, we, like I said, I kind of lived that single wife life during those times. And I just operate how I do all the time. And we count it as a bonus when daddy's home and extra fun when daddy's home. Um, And he just, he brings the goods. So
0: being around guns and you know people that may not have an extensive amount of experience with guns. Being around guns all the time, flying, driving long distances, and weird hours after hunting and being tired. Do do you ever have any fears about that?
1: There's always a little, a few thoughts, um, but I just give my fears and worries to the lord and you just live your life. You can't live your life in worry, you can't live your life in fear. You just you give it to the lord and you go on.
0: Do you think Maverick will like, honey?
1: I think he will. I think that he is he loves the farm. We have Yeah, he does. He loves going to the farm and he loves being in the outdoors. He loves wearing the boots. He loves all the things and he loves being outside. And I think it's just a matter of time, especially when Jagger starts getting older and, you know, starts, he's going to have a brother to get outside with. Um, and I just think, I think they're both going to love it. I think Mia's is going to love it. I think Mia is a little, she's going to be our little huntress.
0: Yeah, she's a wild thing. She is. What's your favorite thing about what I do or my schedule and what it affords us to be able to do, whether it's. The time at home, or the
1: my favorite thing is definitely the, you work from home. So he does go out and goes a lot, but when he's home, his office is in our house, which is also quite a problem with me home with the kids all the time. Uh, Maverick just started a couple days of school this year. Mia's only in Mother's Day out a couple days, so um, it, it I like having him home. Like there's times when I you know, need to run out five minutes over to let somebody into a house to or meet a handyman or something from a real estate job. And he can handle the kids for five minutes. Whereas before I would have to find a babysitter or something like that at the drop of a dime. So things like that are nice having him, him home.
0: I don't know if you can hear it in the background, but we got a little
1: <laughs> on the baby, baby on the monitor.
0: So we're going to, we'll take a quick break. We'll get him sorted out and then we'll jump back on here. <laughs> All right, we're back. We got little Jagsy settled down. I don't know how much longer we're gonna have until he fires back up. He's probably gonna wake up pretty hangry and he's gonna want some he's gonna want some milts.
1: Milts, yes. That is <laughs> that is what our kids call milk because Mia can't quite say milk yet, so she calls it her milts. And now all of our friends have come to know that, and so they'll say, Mia, where's your milts?
0: Miltz. Everybody calls it Miltz. The milts. Mia loves her milts. She does. All right. So let's get back on track. What is your least favorite thing about what I do? We talked about your favorite part about my job and, and the ability to be home and be present, work from home. What's your least favorite thing about what I do? I
1: would say the least favorite is happen to always be available for the phone, um, whatever hour it is, he, he's on his phone quite a bit. So he takes care of, you know, he wants to make sure he takes care of his clients, his friends, his coworkers. He also has, you know, his employees calling him and he's, but he's always making sure that he's taking care of them. It's not just like he's checked out, scrolling endlessly through social media. It's business, but at times it does, does wear a little bit.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's one thing that I feel like a lot of my friends have, they understand, you know, when I'm out to dinner, or we're on vacation, they understand that I'm not being rude, I'm trying, I'm trying to be present, but at the same time, it is a trade off for um, this job that I have to do. I mean, every, every day, there is a job to do every day, every week, every month. There, there's an agenda. There's things that we have to accomplish as a team. And I have to be present. I have to have my phone available and it is a trade-off for being able to work remotely. You know, while I might not go into an office from seven to four, you know, one day I might work from, I might decide to get up at five and I might work till two or three in the afternoon and check out and go fishing there's other days that i might start working at eight or nine and i might work till midnight or one two in the morning i mean it just depends every season every time of year there's there's so many moving parts and we have so much stuff going on you just it's so unpredictable i mean it's unpredictable but i have to be available because of the unpredictable nature of what we do and the guys that are out and about and traveling and marketing and media and customer service and um, staying on top of Google ads and stuff with the website and customers, outfitters, travel trips, influencers. It just goes on and on and on. But it's just the ebbs and flows of, of this business. And, you know, I'm blessed. I love it. And, yeah, at times I do spend a lot of time on my phone and I, I do feel guilty Sometimes, whenever my kids might be wanting to do something, or I, I would like to be a little bit more present. But what about all the times that I, you know, get to just randomly up and go somewhere and take the kids to the zoo in the yeah, middle of the day, or way, you know, take them to Dave he, and Buster's, it, or something. It's almost like he's you know?
1: on call twenty four seven, but he can also, you know, set it down for a minute and take them to do fun things, whereas. You know, some people with like a nine to five job, they couldn't up and do that. But they are also off in the afternoon. So it's a trade. Any job has a trade.
0: Yeah. And that's that's mine. So and I like it and it's a good structure. It works out well for our team and and the way that that bomb is set up. So it's pretty awesome between the alarm system, the shotgun next to the bed handgun that stays on you all the time. Did you or do you ever get scared when I'm out of town or at night? I mean you're a, you're a, a smaller gal. <laughs> um, you're beautiful. Thank you. Is that something that you ever think of or something I, that ever worries you?
1: Not too bad. I mean, like you said I always have my gun on me and we live in A pretty good neighborhood. I have a police unit right around, literally right around the block from us. Um, and they are up and down my street. I mean, multiple times a day, they know me well because of the real estate business. And I have plenty of friends at work that follow me. They, we have, you know, apps and stuff that follow one another. So we always know where we are at every time because in a real, in a realtor's world, that's a big, concern is safety. So I have probably more safety measures than just the average girl just because of my real estate job. And then on top of that, you know, I'm always carrying my gun. I'm always packing. I am not going to miss. I (laughs) know I'm not going to miss. So I would just advise no one to cross me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So no, I don't, I don't get too worried. And I'm that that mama bear that now I have little cubs and I'm going to protect them. I mean, I've, there's, there's been a few times that I've there's some, been some crazy situations and all you got to give is that stare down and they know, they know
0: business. Her yeah, eye. She's,
1: she's a little bit, got a little something, some edge.
0: Yeah. You know, if there's any ladies listening to this, I think it's important that women, you know, if you're hunting, you're traveling around, uh, driving, stopping at a random gas station in the middle of nowhere or a, uh, you know, a less than ideal hotel situation in the middle of the night. I think it's important, ladies, that you have the ability to protect yourself.
1: And it is okay to protect yourself. That is a sketchy is situation okay to do. Up. And um, just always make sure you're aware of sur- your surroundings. I'm probably better about that than a lot of people. I'm always noticing things. Asher's like, I didn't even see that. And I'm like, oh, I did. Yeah. I saw it.
0: I, I might not see like some dude standing right outside my door, but I could. Driving 85 miles an hour, I'm going to see a a mallard duck at 250 yards jumping down into a field.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think that's important. You know, get a gun. Get comfortable with a gun. Know how to operate it. And hopefully you never have to. But if you get in a position that you do.
1: Just be prepared. I am prepared.
0: Yeah. All right. Last question before I let you go. What is your favorite duck?
1: My favorite duck? Um, I'm going to go with a pintail.
0: A pintail.
1: Yeah, they're just something about, about them? them. They just have a classy look. They're just pretty. <laughs> they're just pretty. Like
0: That's a good word to describe a yeah. pintail. Classy. Yeah, they are. They are a classy bird. Well, uh, it's almost that time to pick up kids from school. We've probably got a little baby jagsy that (laughs) is going to be squirming here very shortly so i am going to let you run is there anything that you want to leave with somebody that may be listening to this that maybe they are in a relationship and there's kind of a little struggle between you know maybe maybe their woman is give them a hard time about the, the things they love to do, or maybe maybe they're not finding a good balance between going out and doing the things they do and, and taking care of their lady at home. Do you have any advice for anybody that could be in that situation?
1: Well, first of all, you, you've you got to find your independence in yourself. You can never rely on someone else to make you happy. You know, having somebody else is a little extra I don't know, extra good thing, I guess. So you're you're saying you don't need me? (laughs) No, I need you. I (laughs) I need, okay, maybe I want you. (laughs) I want you. But you've got to find your independence to where you can, you know, not be miserable if something doesn't work out the way you want it, but also just let your men go do what they want to do, let them have fun. And then you go do your thing. You have your life. Let, like, you know, go do your fun things. Um, And then props to the women like Shelby who get their baby out there and go with the men. I mean, maybe just invite your woman on a trip and maybe they won't come, want to go again. I don't know. Maybe that's they a, will or maybe they great, won't.
0: <laughs> that's a great idea. You Invite your lady yeah, when the conditions see. are miserable <laughs> and get them out there and they'll be like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm out set. on that. I'm
1: all set. Yeah. Or, maybe or it might be maybe like, like a
0: killer lights out day and they're like, you're, you're screwed. Then you're stuck with them every time you go well, out. But
1: you know what? Maybe that's something that, you could enjoy together that's cool
0: yeah that's right i think couples maybe they learn
1: to to love your love
0: i think when it's genuine when i see couples that hunt together i think it's i think it's pretty cool um he's
1: probably a little bit jealous
0: because i don't get that
1: out there with him much. well
0: we'll get there we'll get there i mean i don't i don't think it's ever going to be like we're out there like you're going to see the family portraits of us all like hunting together but i think once no, the kids I'm get, really get older and girl. uh if they're into it i think we could you know i think we could yeah Get out Once they're a little older, times. it's
1: a little hard right now to be like, hey, I need a babysitter at, you know, two in the morning because I'm going to go hunting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Jagger's <laughs> like really laying in this little crib, just like blinking at you, popping his bassie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wondering where mama's going.
0: That's right. All right, babe. Well, thank you for joining me. Thank you for your time. Thank you
1: for having your me. For this having is me. Your,
0: one of your like rare off days, you. and you spent your time on a podcast.
1: Yeah, this is a rare occurrence. I'm usually a bes- behind the scenes gal.
0: All right. Well, love you, babe. Love you. All right. There it is. The relationships broken down from Mrs. Kelly Tolliver. That was a lot of fun. We don't have many opportunities to just sit down and chat like that. So I really enjoyed it. Everything we do is completely revolves around the kids these days. So that was that was pretty fun. I know I say this all the time, but please head over to our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. We're visiting 25 states this year, three Canadian provinces. The schedule is just littered with incredible, incredible variety of of different settings and species. And it's going to be a blast. Love to have you guys following along. It's very educational. It's entertaining. We have a lot of fun bringing them to you. Appreciate you guys so much for listening. Until next time, y'all be good. Thank you for listening to the Dive Bomb Squadcast.